Hello, and thank you for tuning in to Dave Tyson on CEO and Board Cybersecurity. This is a series produced by Apollo Information Systems to help executives navigate cybersecurity problems. I'm here with Dave Tyson, President and Chief Security Officer of Apollo Information Systems and Co-Chair of the Cybersecurity Initiative for the Private Directors Association. Today, we are going to talk about uh, building an easy framework for the board to understand and manage risk. Dave, thank you for coming as always. Hey, thanks, Mark. Good to be here. Great. So today we are going to talk about how can the board address and manage risk. So uh, what do you have to say about that? Well, I mean, I think it's it, it comes down to a couple of things. One, building a, a framework that allows you to consistently look at your risk over time. One that allows you to be able to both manage your own liability as a director, um, which is always evolving, even in, even for private company directors. And two, it allows you to do the right thing for the business. Be aware of the risks and ask for the help and ask for the input from the right, the right parties as the issues come up or even before they become issues. So getting that framework right and making sure you know what, you're, what, you're, what risks you're managing against what type of assets and what kind of threats. They're all, they all have to work together uh, if you want to get the right, the right kind of posture, control, and, and framework of, to manage that risk correctly. When you're looking at an organization, you really want to protect all aspects of it, but where should a board be focused when it comes to cybersecurity? Well, you know, the idea at the board is really you want to work on strategic issues. And so I like to, you know, when I advise boards, I, I tend to say, let's start with the things that, you know, we often refer to as crown jewels or, or as critical sensitive business assets. Now, some of this is depending on your, your, your vertical, but uh, it might be your customer information. It might be your intellectual property. It might be your uptime if you're an e-commerce organization or somebody who gets paid to be up and running. Uh, but, but identifying those crown jewels is, is really important and being specific because, uh, you know, as, as one uh, consumer package goods company CEO and I talked about, you know, he thought when well, his intellectual property is really important, but his products that are sitting on the shelf could be reverse engineered pretty much at any time. But the thing that was in his pipeline for the next three years in R&D that's what he needed to keep secret and protected. That's what was going to translate into, you know, a billion dollars in revenue for them. And so being specific about what you're going to, in, what you're prepared to invest money to protect in at the strategic level is going to be critical because you can't protect everything. And, and the second piece is that when you get reports, when you get, uh, you know, your security people or your IT people coming to you to talk to you about risk, they need to be focused on the risks towards those strategic issues that, that you're trying to manage. Telling you about the status of every project or every virus that they've chased out is probably not a good use of your time at the, at the, at the strategic level. So folk, helping focus what you want to talk about is, is that framework will give you a lot easier way to give direction and both focus on what you, you really want to spend your time on. And when you are trying to compete for the trust of your uh, of your customers, of your partners, is is this focus a way to 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 raise your differentiation? Well, absolutely, because you know security in this day and age has become 
uh, a differentiating factor. Uh, we see it all the time. Matter of fact, this week alone, there was a, a large breach announced um, in one vertical that uh, I happen to know where those customers literally started calling the competition the next day. And so that competition also happened to have a reputation in the market of being a highly cyber security focused organization. They were using it as uh, a sword rather than a shield. It was there. It was one of their marketing angles. We protect our customer information at, at, and we take it very seriously. Now that's not just a slogan. You actually have to do it. But to do that, if you're going to make it a strategic differentiator, it needs to be at the board level from a from an oversight and governance perspective. How does a board track the success? I mean, what metric metrics are uh, uh, can a board use to to measure this? Yeah, well, I mean, I think I start with you know basic questions, and then you start building your metrics from that. But as an example, you know, if you said, "Hey, uh, these are, are what we consider the crown jewels," and and you know, this is our acceptable level of risk tolerance. Then you can start from that by saying, okay, well, what do we know about the risks that face our crown jewels? In detail, who are the bad guys that are coming after them? What are the ways that they're going to come after them? And then what's our management's uh, uh, view to how well we are protecting those? And then how do we know that management is doing the right job. What outside parties have they brought in and, and what kind of real evaluations, not just frameworks or compliance, but real security expertise is being you know, used to be able to describe that risk position. And is it within your risk tolerance? And, and, and so when you start to think about what percentage of our crown jewels do we know where they're stored? And you know, what's the risk level against those? And what are the what are the kinds of threats that we're seeing actually happening? Do we have the, the capability to detect the most sophisticated kinds of attacks against those 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 crown jewels? And, and really, so some of those start to create the illumination of the potential issues. And, and sometimes you, you do have to go down into the weeds to get that. You know, if you say, hey, there's all these these all these devices where our crown jewels are. Well, that's only useful if you know which each device is. So you may have to dig a little bit to get that information. Do I have good asset management is almost a common question. And it's one of those things that's commonly not done well. So sometimes you have to dig a little bit, but that is what's going to frame it for you. And then you can track those results and that progress against the investment over time. Yeah, it sounds like these metrics then are really business focused and not IT focused. Absolutely. I this is not an IT problem. This is a business problem. If, if our business loses its intellectual property, if our business unit goes down or is unable to operate, these are business problems. When we make a, when we do M&A and we, we acquire a business, we expect to get a return from that acquisition. But if we can't because it's got such horrific cybersecurity that it actually introduces new risk and maybe for the entire organization, then that's a business risk that should be addressed before the acquisition occurs. Typically, IT is one of those afterthoughts. But in, in this day and age, when cybersecurity, ransomware, and all of these types of attacks are so prevalent and, and generally so easy to do, uh, it needs to be a strategic 
importance to the, to the leadership. So uh, following through on that, if these are uh, uh, business issues that we're tracking, uh, can we say that poor cybersecurity comes from bad business decisions? And if sometimes so, what do we do it, about that? Yeah, yeah. Sometimes it's bad business decisions. I wouldn't call it bad. I would call it maybe uninformed because, you know, the risk is not understood. Maybe somebody didn't explain it in business terms. We, you know, there's a rich history of IT people talking in IT speak and security people using security words and not business words. But when I think about competitive advantage lost or or market share loss or even uh, even hits to EBITDA, right? When you look at the the additional costs of inefficient IT and inefficient security, those are unnecessary costs. We see sometimes three or four sets of tools that do the same thing in security, all deployed, each with five or 10% functionality turned on. And each one of these might be a million dollars. Uh, and so depending on your size and scale, efficiency matters too. So these can become very big issues uh, for business because that money that's that is not being recouped as profit can't be spent on something else that maybe the business needs for investment. So um, you, you mentioned tools, and, and I think that a, a lot of these decisions are focused on tools or solutions. Um, what should a board be doing uh, with regards to uh, looking at security solutions? Well, I mean, I think the board has to start with itself, right? To make sure that one, all of the board data is being secured for when they're having those conversations. And sometimes that's a case of, hey, do we have a secure place to put our board decks and our board notes? That's, and there's tools that are cloud sites that do that. Second, you know, if board members are traveling to high risk countries, they shouldn't be accessing strategic information from there. Like if you're in China or Russia or somewhere like this, Probably you shouldn't be asked, you know, accessing uh, your your you know your your board confidential information from there because chances are it's going to get intercepted. Um, and, and so that's you know the first step. And then the second step is really saying, you know, when we look at our risk and investment trade-off, how are we sure that the tools or or whatever that the the management team is investing in is appropriate to manage the risk? Uh, and that, and sometimes that requires outside expertise or outside evaluation. Historically, we've, you know, a lot of boards have used accounting firms for that, but they tend to be very process oriented against, you know, against frameworks. Oh, well, the NIST cybersecurity framework says this, or PCI says that. Those things are great, but they do, they're not based in, is your business at risk? It's based on, do you meet this framework, which is, you know, got to remember, is minimum security. Really, what you need to do is assess the risk against your business based off of your business critical assets and your competitive position, and really look at how the threats that face you uniquely are being managed and mitigated. Well, these experts that you uh, deploy, I mean, like any industry, they're going to try to upsell you. They're going to try to sell you everything that they have. What can a board do to uh, to focus the budget and focus what they need? Yeah, I, I think, you know, board members can often talk to other board members who've had a good positive experience with experts who've really given them effective advice. Finding people who are, you know, global chief security officers or chief information security officers who have deep resumes across multiple verticals and global experience is the first start. Consultants 
you can be a consultant. That's great. But if you haven't been that leader who's been dealing with, you know, worldwide organized crime and nation states in, in this industry, or at least in, a, in, a, in an industry has the same level of risk, you're probably not the person to, to advise at the strategic level. Because this isn't a time for generic advice. This is a time for something specific to what the issues that are facing you. So finding that CISO with that expertise is way more important than what moniker is hanging on the door of the company they come from. Okay, well, that's some really great insight and advice. Thank you for your time. Uh, I hope that all of you found this very helpful and useful. Uh, be sure to check out the other videos that we uh, created with Dave uh, for, for the PDA. Uh, those are all available uh, for members of the uh, organization. So thank you for your time, and we hope to see you soon. Apollo Information Systems expert senior leaders are experienced global CISOs who can help you develop your own customized program and create a competitive business advantage through great cybersecurity. Send a message to your customers that you are serious about protecting your firm and their information. Check us out at Apollo-IS.com. PDA provides information, education, and training on how boards and executive leadership can enhance understanding of cybersecurity governance and much more. Check PDA out at privatedirectorsassociation.org.